legends are true. But overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes. The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. Hey everyone, sorry about that little delayed start. We had a small technical problem, but our our wonderful techie Alex Highcheck was able to help us get that resolved. So I'm glad to be back. Uh, it, it felt weird to be out in the woods last week and not be around for the uh, the podcast. And I guess it it went okay. Apparently, in the um, when I pre-recorded that show with CJ, we did have a technical problem, and I was supposed to edit that part out, and clearly I didn't do that. So I apologize for the long silence in that one part where we lost uh, connection because of a, a storm, I think it was, again. I mean, we had some thunder out here earlier. Hopefully, I'm not going to get cut off tonight. Uh I need to figure out how to control the weather and move it around my house and away from me when I'm doing my podcast. Can't wait to uh, introduce our guests in a little bit here. Um, It's going to be a great show. I wanted to let you guys know that the, the only thing we have open left in our, in our expeditions is the second through the fourth of August. Um, We've got a, a camping expedition. It's not a horseback camper 
camping expedition, but we've got two spots left. If any of you are interested in coming with us the second through the fourth, uh, jump on that, get online, go to our website and rabbit hole adventures, and you can sign up for that. And we'd love to have you. I've got two signed up. We'd love to have two more. So we did our horseback uh, expedition. It went really well. Um, the the flies this year, oh, my God. You know, every year you got either you've either got yellow jackets one year and no flies, or you get flies and no yellow jackets, or you get gnats. I mean, this year is a biting black fly, horse fly year and it is miserable i mean we sprayed these horses down with this insecticide and we're just about soaking them down and the flies are landing on them like licking it up like oh man this tastes so good it's unbelievable unbelievable the number of uh, flies and so the horses were miserable but we we went you know thankfully the horses we we put them a little bit aside from where the tents are so the flies kind of hang out with them more than in the camp so but we had uh when normally when we do these we we have our guests meet us at a certain place park their cars and then we'll ride the horses out there and bring their horses with us and then we'll meet them there and we'll ride back to camp. And so we, we had ridden out to meet them. And while we're out there, this big, like, like two thunderstorms from two different directions converged on us. And we're thinking, I don't think we're going to be able to stay around and wait for them to get here. So I was able to get a hold of, of Bill, who was one of the, one of our guests and say, look, we can't stick around. We're, we're going to have to have you drive all the way back to camp and we're going to hightail it, get out of here before the lightning starts. So we made it back to camp. Um, Cause if you're on a horse and it starts hailing, the horse thinks that you're the one beating them. And so the horse starts running usually. And that's not what you want to do with people who are not confident horseback riders, but so we made it back to camp. They joined us. It was, they ended up being a great time, but we usually go out there and we set up the camp the night before. So we, we had set up the camp. We went to bed, uh, was Wayne Wasika, my research partner. He came with us this time and Jill, who you guys have met on the show. And so we're, we're asleep and I didn't hear this, but Wayne said he hear he heard this huge tree knock so he he's thinking we all heard it we woke us all up so he's he's yelling in camp jill jim and he doesn't get any answer and he's thinking why aren't they answering me and he goes jill jim <laughs> and so jill wakes up and in her half of sleep frame of mind she's she thinks oh no Bigfoot knows my name. <laughs> she thought it was Bigfoot calling out to her. So um, she finally woke all the way up and she woke me up. She goes, go look at the horses. I think there's something wrong. So I, I get up and go look and they're just standing there. I was like, I don't know what's going on. And, uh, but that was hilarious. So after that, I told Jill, Bigfoot's going to walk up to your tent in the middle of the night. He's going to go, Jill come out of the tent. <laughs> She's like, no way, no way am I going out. I'm staying in no matter what happens. So 
And then the last night we were there, uh, we were sitting around the fire chatting and uh, something threw a rock or a stick or something and hit Wayne's chair, hit the back of his chair. And I can't remember who was sitting beside him, but they heard it hit his chair. Thunk. And, and we don't, I don't know what it was. Um, but, uh, he, Jill puts up these motion lights behind the horses to keep the lions away and stuff. And, and those lights were going off all night long. I finally got tired of getting up and looking to see why the light was on. I thought there's never anything there. I don't know what's setting these lights off. So I just went back to, went back to bed and gave up, but, uh, it was great fun. And if you've never been on one of these trips, you definitely need to come. If you enjoy horseback riding, we have a lot of time on the horses and, there were a couple times we were out riding, and I don't know why the horses were doing this. They did not like the area we were riding through. So we kind of had to force them to go into this area. And then when we turned around, man, they couldn't get out of there fast enough. And uh, weird, I don't know what they were smelling, what they were sensing, but um, there's this one place where the trail and so clearly the, tr the trail, the normal trail goes right up to this rock face and it's like a 20 foot rock and the trail is worn right up to the rock. And it's like this big rock got dropped down on top of the trail and I can't figure it out. That was one of the places the horses did not like. And, but it's the weirdest thing. It's like people are walking right up to this rock and going in the rock or something. I don't know how to explain why this trail was worn right up to the rock, but bizarre anyway, but I'm really glad to be back and got a great show. So, um, I want to play you a, a quick promo for a, an upcoming Sasquatch conference. And we're going to do this from time to time for conferences that we are really are behind and want to promote. So let me play this real quick. And then I'll move into introducing our guest. Are you ready to uncover the mysteries of Bigfoot? Join us for SquatchCon Idaho 2023. This year, we're bringing the magic directly to your screen or join us in person. Witness the world premiere of the enhanced Paul Freeman Bigfoot footage. Doug Highcheck discovered a secret within this enhanced video you'll have to see to believe. Hear from an all-star panel of Bigfoot experts like Dr. Jeffrey Meldrum, Cliff Barockman, Brian King Sharp, and Michael Freeman. But that's not all. Get exclusive online bonuses such as Bigfoot-themed wallpapers, a Bigfoot coloring book, an interactive Bigfoot quiz, Squatch Nut Field Guide, get a copy of the Freeman Bigfoot Files eBook, and more. Whether you attend in person or watch it live online, you'll be part of an unforgettable experience. Don't miss out on this unique opportunity. Secure your spot today. SquatchCon Idaho 2023. Step into the unknown. So SquatchCon Idaho. If that's of interest to you, please um, check out their website and go and register for the conference. And... Uh, Without further ado, I'm going to introduce Eric. So Eric Mintel is my guest tonight. Um, Eric has many talents. He is a professional jazz musician with his group, the Eric Mintel Quartet. 
Um, so he plays jazz by night, and then later by night, he investigates paranormal, bizarre things. Um, Eric's been invited to perform twice at the White House for President Clinton and for President Obama. He was also invited to perform at the Kennedy Center over 10 times. Um, Eric and spirit medium Dominic Sattel, Sattelli, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that correctly. You can tell me in a second, Eric. Were recently featured on the cover of American Paranormal Magazine. Eric has also had stories written up on his paranormal activities by numerous newspapers and has been featured on many radio stations and podcasts across the country. And of course, now on the Sasquatch Outpost podcast. He's been interested in the paranormal from a very young age, and he's been doing investigations since 2016, seeking out strange stories to tell, whether it's ghosts, UFOs, Bigfoot, Dogman, etc. So on many occasions, Eric and his team have uncovered and captured groundbreaking video footage and strange paranormal activity, and we're going to look at uh, some of that this evening. So let me just play this. Quick disclaimer, and then I'll bring Eric in. Welcome, Eric. Hey, Jim. How you doing, man? Great. Glad to have you with us this evening. Well, thanks for having me. You bet. So where are you? Which state are you in? I'm on Mars right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. It looks just like Earth. Wow. <laughs> I'm actually in Bucks County, Pennsylvania. So Bucks County. Uh, okay. Maybe about 60 miles or so northeast of Philadelphia area. Right. Bucks County. Okay. I didn't know that's where you lived. Um, yep. So just a second here. I'm just changing a couple things on my lighting. Um. Yeah, Eric, uh, you've you've got uh, well. First of all, you're a jazz musician. How long have you been playing jazz professionally? Believe it or not, believe it or not, Jim, this is my thirtieth year as a band leader. Thirtieth, wow. but I'm only twenty. I'm only twenty nine, man. I don't know how this. That's is a, how does that work? Yeah, what well, it start you off young, huh? I uh, know, you know, really. Yeah, 30, <laughs> 30, 30 years as band leader, and um, you know, like you just mentioned, we've had some wonderful opportunities and. You know, beyond all of those great things, we've gone into different communities all over the country. And we've also worked with high schools and uh, elementary schools, churches, libraries, concerts, jazz clubs, concert halls. And, uh, you know, really connecting with who uh, was actually a cattleman. Actually, uh, it was a, I think him and his father were in charge of a 45,000 acre cattle ranch in uh, wow. Stockton, California, back in the God, back in the 40s, I guess, or back in the 30s. Um, so yeah, so he's uh, been a great, great mentor. And, um, so yeah, just jazz my whole life. But, you know, like you said, I've always been involved in the paranormal. We live in this wonderful, rich historical area here in Bucks County. Uh, you know, we, I live right down the street from where Washington crossed the Delaware. And wow. so we've got lots of ties to the underground railroad, lots of ghost stories, lots of incredible historical structures, Washington state in these, in these parts in these areas so it and i had always heard of these great stories growing up as a kid my father was totally into the paranormal and so naturally that hearing those as a, as a young kid 
it just piqued my interest, whether it was, you know, ghosts or UFOs, Bigfoot. And it just led, like, kind of led me to what we're doing now. So, so Eric Mintel investigates is your show. And, and is that what you started in 2016? Yeah, it started as Bucks County paranormal investigations okay. initially. And we switched to Eric Mintel investigates only because we are traveling all over the country and I didn't want to just pigeonhole into mm-hmm. one area. Right. So now it's Intel Investigates. We just switched over about maybe about two years ago. And uh, and it's just been unbelievable, Jim. I cannot tell you how much evidence and things that we've caught, and which we're going to talk about, which also I think we're going to show some of your viewers. Too. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, you, you mentioned or I mentioned in the... Uh, the intro that you you obviously do paranormal which would be ghosts and that type of thing but bigfoot dogman um what's what's the strangest <laughs> cryptid that you've ever investigated well you know i gotta tell you in and this is kind of like a little bit of a story here but i'll i'll try to go as quick as i can here but go for it uh, so one of our great fans of of our show ellen collins she had mentioned to me you know you should do a store a show on the beast of bray road which is uh you know the beast of bray road is, an, is supposed to be an upright canine dogman type creature uh six to seven feet tall red glowing eyes and people have been seeing this thing in elkhorn wisconsin since the 30s since the mid 30s so I had said, oh, that would be great. You know, that would be phenomenal to do that. I would love to do that. And I said, the only thing is, how are we going to get out, out there and who's going to pay for the editing and all that kind of stuff? Because it takes, you know, it's hundreds of hours to do that. But, uh, and I usually do all the editing and all the work. But um, she said, let me do it. So she wound up uh, paying the whole freight and uh, she brought us out there. And uh, this was in October 2nd through the 4th of 2021. And, uh, and I, we, you know, Jim, I went out there thinking and going out there, you had said the name right before Dominic Sattel. Dominic is also my, our spirit medium. He's also our team member here. And, uh, so Dominic and I went out and we met with Ellen and Ellen's son, Scott Chrysler, who did all of our drone work as well. So we all met for the first time and, uh, went to the farm of Lee Hample, who is, uh, who's the guy that's been getting a so much evidence, so many things on, on trail cams, thousands and thousands of pictures, hair samples, all kinds of strange phenomena, lights going through the woods, UFOs, all kinds of weird stuff. So, you know, and I went out there thinking, man, we're going to get a great documentary. This is going to be phenomenal. We're going to hear some great stories. We're going to hear, you know, we're going to get this great video done. Not ever thinking once that we'd actually ever run into this creature which we did on the night of October 3rd of 2021. And it's something that changed my whole perspective on what's out there. And I always come away with like, people are seeing something, whether it's Bigfoot, because we experienced it. We had this encounter. Um, I don't know if you wanted me to go through the whole, you know, timeline or not, but um, it was just an amazing night. And that, that was in your Beast of Bray Road show? Yeah. The Beast okay. of Bray Road alive and well. Yeah, it's on our YouTube channel. People could see it. Um, um, well, I've got, let me see which one I've got first lined up here. I think, 
Um, let me add this to. Does this look like the one from the Beast of Bray Road, or is this the Sasquatch one? I can't that's tell. The, that's the Bigfoot. That's the Bigfoot. Okay. Let me let me go back and pull up the Beast of Bray Road. Hold on, just a second. That was, and that was another. That was another encounter, which we'll yeah. talk about too. We'll pull that one up here in a second. Um, just a second here. I had my light on. I'm. I just lost my light now. The whole light went out. So hopefully you could see me okay here. Uh, just a second here. I gotta get this. Okay. Well, where did it go? Oh, I know what I'm doing wrong. Sorry. This is what happens when my 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 main um, technical help is celebrating her husband's birthday today. So. <laughs> Um, let me just add this other one back in. There we go. I'm trying to get us all on together. Um, can you still hear me, Eric? When we're yeah. when when okay. So uh, I'm I'm not sure where you want me to advance it to, but um, we can play whatever section you'd like. I think it's toward the end in the night investigation. Okay. You have to let's go get, kind of like um, into where to, I think I said the audio was raw. We didn't enhance the audio. Okay. So let me move and, ahead to the night part. Yeah, and, it's vision. Uh, there we go. Let's see. There's the first encounter, the second encounter. I think it's okay. Uh, does this look like the first one? We could talk about that too, because we had a trifecta of paranormal activity that night. Which okay. Was well, so, you 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 jump in here whenever you want. Yeah, the first uh, the first encounter. So we're on the farm, and we're. It's about 8.30 um, doing the investigation. Um, prior to this, though, Jim, I got to tell you, during the day, we did a little reconnaissance of the area, which we call the bait area, where okay. Lee's all of this, all of this activity. And uh, so basically, we, <laughs> I had a brilliant idea of baiting, baiting that area with stake bones that we had oh, the before. <laughs> so I put stake bones down in the tree in this area that Lee's been getting a lot of the pictures of this creature being a lot of this weird activity. Um, so we had been down in that area earlier in the day, Scott, who was doing our drone footage as we were going down into that bait area across the field, we disappeared in an area on Lee's field there. We completely disappeared off of his screen and it told me uh. two things. It was either one, there's we were in some kind of like portal situation there. We, we literally just disappeared. He couldn't find us. He had to take the glasses off, look at, see where we were and then bring the, bring the drone back oh. over. Then he found us and, and it was so it, that was the first thing. And all we had all these electronic disturbances as well. Um, and then we went down to the area and, um, and, you know, put the stake bones in the area. So later that night and all day, all day in my mind, I'm thinking to myself, was that a good or bad idea to bait that area? Right. 
So, so we go down that night, and honestly, I didn't think we were going to be even be able to do the uh, do the investigation because it looked like it was going to rain. It looked like it was getting really cloudy. We were talking with Lee in his barn. Lee was showing us the rest of his pictures and everything, his presentation. And we went down to the field and we got on quads and went down to the area. Because it's about a half a mile down to the, to the bait area from where he is. He's on about a 35-acre field um, and on a farm there, a uh, hay field. So we got down there. And Dominic was funny because Dominic is a spirit medium. This was completely out of his wheelhouse. <laughs> and it, you know, nothing really kind of freaks him out, but I could sense that he was getting a little freaked out with this. So we uh, we get down there and he says to me, he's like, do you think we're going to scare it away with the quads? I said, I, you know, I don't know. I don't know. But that theory was out the door because what happened next was crazy. So but the, we get down there and we Dominic, we get off of the, the quads. Ellen followed us down in her truck. We get out, we're looking up, and all of a sudden we looked up and the sky was clear as a bell. It was clear. It was, oh, you could see the stars. Everything was great. So we're like, okay, cool. The investigation is going to happen. But then Dominic looks up and goes, Eric, what the hell is that? And here we look up there and I had Scott take a shot with the camera of this thing. And here's a solid orb of light. And this is, again, stuff that Lee's been getting on camera. A solid orb of light going over the hayfield. And you could see other planes in the area. There were other planes right. around. Um, and it was it was up there. It wasn't as high as a star. It was a lot, a lot lower. But it was going over. And we looked later. It wasn't the space station. It wasn't anything, no satellite or anything like that. So as we're looking at this, trying to figure it out, it does a 45-degree angle and blinks out. Did you get that in the on film on the episode? We got it. We got it. Let and me see Jim, if I can... Jim, this is happening within 15 minutes of us getting down there. That's crazy. It was crazy. Let me see if I can find that spot. That's the um, first one. It says first encounter UFO. So it'd be the next one or? The first one. Let's see. So we have when it goes into the night vision, it's a night investigation. Okay. And, uh, and then after that is when we, when you, I think you just go scroll ahead a little oh, bit. I see you pointing in the sky. So, yeah, that's it. Okay. Let's play that. This over here is a plane. How high would you say that was? Uh, I, you know, it was a few thousand, it was about a thousand feet or so. Okay. But uh, I don't know, are your viewers seeing it on your end? Because we're not seeing it here at all. Oh, you're not seeing it. Okay, sorry. Um, hold on a second. We're just here. I was, okay, just a second here. Let me go back. Let me back up. See, Jim, you're so mesmerized by this, man. <laughs> I know. It's awesome. Well, we gotta um, show no, I've got to get it on the screen. Hold on a yeah. second. This is my technical uh, problem here. Let's see. Let me get back to...
there's a way to get it. Um, and I apologize. There's a way to get it onto the screen with us. That's what I'm trying to get. Yeah, and it's uh, and it's a really great piece of evidence. I mean, as far as like the UFOs are concerned, I mean, just be- between right. the UFO, the Dog Man, and the other thing that happened, it was incredible. And some other stuff <clears throat> happened that night too, as well, which was crazy. We're still wrapping our heads around it. Okay, select tab to share. Okay, I'm trying to get it back on with us. What am I not clicking on here? Got the right thing. And people could always check it out too if they can't get Yeah, of course. They can go on uh, Beast of Bray Road, Alive and Well, and check it out. Uh, but yeah, I um, there we go. Now just scroll back a little bit. There we go. Um, okay. Okay. Um, let me go back. You mean forward or? Uh, backward a little bit. Uh, no, not that far. Not that far. Not that far. Go, go forward. Go forward. Okay. Yeah. Forward, forward. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Got to go all the way to the end, practically almost. Not okay. all the way to the end, but keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Where your voice night, night keep vision. Going. Yeah. Keep going. Right there. Right there. Right there. Right there. Okay. Play it right from there. Yep. All right. At least somebody is. <laughs> We no sooner started the investigation when Dominic brought to our attention a bright light in the night sky. What the hell is that, Eric? What, that up there? Yeah, really. Is that a plane? I don't know. No, it's not a plane because it's, you would be able to see it. It would be flashing. I think we got moving. something, Scott. Check that out. Can you get up there at all? I mean, I hear it. It sounds like it, but... Moving too fast and it's getting closer. Can you see that? I think you got it. The red dot. Because this over here is a plane. Well, look at that's flashing over there. See, this is flashing. That's a plane. There's no that flashing lights. What the hell is that? Yeah, you can see it's just stable. It's not. This one is not. This one is not. And you'll see it blinks out. That's a plane. That's a plane. There's a plane over here. That is just solid light going away from us. Actually, it was getting brighter. Then it's just gone. Now it's gone. really gone. But look at that. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. 
Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Donald's. The greatest flavors unite in all-new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Gone. Interesting. Now listen, here's the now pause it here. Okay. I want to talk about this real quick. Just pause it yeah. right there. So um so right here is where and you're seeing this in real time here. This is nothing that's been altered. And I kept the okay. I kept the clip um uncensored. So there's <laughs> there's an F bomb, you know, some expletives here, but you know what? When you're when you're in experiencing something like we just did here at when you're hearing this. So uh, you're going to hear three things. First, we heard a very uh, faint howl in the distance. Then we heard one closer the second time. The third howl is what really made the hair stand up on the back of our necks. Now check this out. Okay. Just play that. Oh, I can hear it. There's something there. Are you hearing this howl? I am hearing it. It sounded like a wolf. Coming from over that way. Oh, shit. Oh. That's getting closer. So right there, you could stop it right there for a second. Okay. That, to me, and it's when you, when people can hear this more in a, in a quieter environment, maybe, um, when... I have to put this in perspective here. We have no big time like audio equipment or anything like that. What we only had were little lavalier microphones to close mic ourselves for talking. So and the sound's coming through your lavs? We, it was so loud on site that it came through, and that's how, how, that's how we picked it up. It was much, much louder in person. But oh, we yeah. Caught, we caught it through the lav. So when we were out there, Jim, it sounded to me like a man screaming in the field. It was this low oh. guttural, and it it didn't pitch. It was monotone. So it was just something like, my God. And here, and prior to that, did you, um, in this video, you'll see too, there was a state worker that told us about his own encounter. And he basically describes the same sound that we heard, that he heard. Maybe about a week before. Actually, no. It was only like a couple of days prior. So something was down there, and huh. it wasn't a coyote for sure. And it's there's it's not a wolf. It's it's not a dog. It's not an owl. It's not a fox. Anything like that. We were and it's not elk. Anything like that. We were trying to think of all these different sounds it could be, and uh, nothing made sense. And. Uh, People were saying, people were saying, well, could it's, oh, it's a wolf. It's a wolf. Yeah. 
wolves don't come down that far in Elkhorn. They're de- that's southern. That's southern Wisconsin. And so the wolves are up north, probably farther up. Um, they're a lot more north. Yeah. yeah. And here's the other thing, too. Uh, what happens next is after we heard this howl, you'll see what happens. Um, and you could see it on here. But what happened to us on site, there was a mist that came up from the field, this really weird mist that was also messing with the electronics. And it was cutting the, our lavaliers in and out. You could you could definitely hear huh. it. Um, and then what I found out later, I don't know if you're familiar with this, Jim, but there have also been mists associated with Bigfoot sightings. Yeah, we've seen something like that before. Um, yeah. That just kind of appears and floats through. Um, yeah. So being in that being in that area down in that, like, I I always said it was like a portal area. I'm wondering if that's what we were experiencing hmm. that night with some kind of that activity. But you can keep playing it here. I want to show okay. people what Yeah, you here. can see. I think you can see the mist, if I remember, from yeah. watching. Yeah. It's very light, but it's there. Did you hear it? That was unbelievable. Yes. That's out here. Okay. Dom, we're right behind you. And now Shine the light that way. If we see anything, we'll see eyes if it with oh, that yeah. light. Keep a look at over here. I'm going to look back here because Scott, did you hear that? And it does howl again, doesn't it? No. Well, it makes uh, what we had, what we found. Okay, so no sooner have we been out here. Did you? You heard that? Oh, I heard. We it. all heard it. We saw Scott. You heard that too. Okay. This was the same sound our anonymous witness reported to us. We heard this deep monotone sound that just it kept going. So if you were to take like a um, a wild pig sound almost hmm. and make it monotone so it doesn't pitch, that's almost what we heard. So there's definitely something out here. Man. Interesting. I mean, maybe we should have used that. Uh, the uh, <laughs> Lee wanted to give me. Uh, I we and Jim, we had no the, protection um, either. We had no right on the flare. Yeah, like, that was that was my <laughs> stupidity. <laughs> okay, so here we are. No sooner out here five minutes. We just heard what was not a coyote. We replayed that it was again. definitely not a coyote. Oh sh and here's the mist. I call it electronic fog. Suddenly I noticed a mist starting to form around us. Oh, I'm look at the mist. Look at the mist coming up. See it? At the same time I noticed the mist, I also noticed our wireless mic started cutting in and out. It's starting to mist up here. So earlier what we did, we, uh, we baited that area that Lee has been getting a lot of activity in. Uh, we baited with a steak bone, and um, the, the bone is still there. Scott has a GoPro on that area, so we're going to catch anything that's been in there, in and out of there. Um, we just heard this weird, weird sound. Um, we're not hearing anything now. Uh, Dom and then Ellen are looking for eye shine. And, uh, so far we've been out here 10 minutes and it's been unbelievable. So, uh, we're, we got a little bit more work to do. We're out here. We just heard this howling, saw something in the sky. I'm just glad Eric didn't decide to split the team up this time. <laughs> that was the strange, That was the weirdest thing I've ever heard, man. 
and it can't be a yeah and then we heard rustling behind us jim okay and that's when we said we need to get the hell out of here and was that just a big field you're standing in yeah 35 acre hay field wow okay and so it's a hay field and then I'm on either side over there it's corn Corn was on either side of okay. us. And here's where we could see the eye shine. Now that's a farmer. That's a farmer. About the same time Dominic heard the rustling, the you can clearly right see oh, the yeah, yeah. across the field from us. Clearly something was stalking us. And it was I'll about six. I mean, we've only been out here 10 minutes. And just Jeez. the weirdest thing. That was weird. That was really weird. That you was really weird. There was more than one. There was more than one. But you can't deny that that was not there. Oh, no. It was there. It was there. Lee has got a monster on his property. There's <laughs> oh, yeah. no doubt about it. I'm well, it's out. it's it was it was, it was a crazy night, man. And it, but then we got back to the hotel, and Jim, guess what happens that night? The entire town of Elkhorn lost power. Wow. I mean the whole the whole night. This was unbelievable. So I get a call from Lee the next morning. So um, we had breakfast with Lee the next morning. Told him what happened. He was like freaked out. We went and uh, so we had to catch the plane to come home. I get a message from Lee saying that uh, the trail cam wasn't working. It's it looks like it stopped at five o'clock that night of the investigation and it didn't turn on until seven o'clock the next morning. So there was no pictures of us there. There was nothing there. And then he said the bones were gone, too. So the bones, I don't know. I mean, the bones could have been taken. That could have been coyotes. Sure, sure. Bones, but I'll tell you, man, it was one of the most craziest nights that we've ever experienced. So that was probably the most incredible encounter of as a cryptid goes. You know, we've had some other encounters with Bigfoot and UFOs, which we'll talk about in a minute. But, man, I'll tell you, that was incredible. Well, but, and here's the but, thing. I've, I've heard coyotes. You have too. It's never one coyote. It's always a whole pack of them go off together, right. you know. Right, exactly. And a 35-acre field is a big field. So if it's a dog, you know, it's a long way off if it's yeah. beyond those 35 acres. And so. Right. Um, um, the other thing is, Jim, I did a, a, a follow-up investigation in April. Ellen also, you know, brought us out again in April of 2022. We did a town hall meeting in at the Elkhorn Matheson Memorial Library in Elkhorn, and over 140 people showed up to tell their story of seeing this. Wow. Of the same creature. And Jim, let me tell you, it was the same creature. And what I came away with, everybody's talking about how this thing's walking, like the gate, the strange gate of this thing on two legs. It looks like it's gliding, but mm. on four legs, it's very, very fast. So it could it could be bipedal. But it's also quadrupedal. But man, the same story from a lot of people. So, and I'm pretty. But good. always with a dog head and. Yeah. yeah, with very, very much a dog head, uh, snout, um, ears. Huh. Not looking anything like a Bigfoot, because right. that was my that was my first thought was could these people be seeing Bigfoot? Exactly. Could, exactly. Could they be misidentifying Bigfoot? But. There is definitely something out there, and people are seeing something out there, man. It's just fascinating. And, and it's still happening. It's not just a past thing. It's still happening. I just, got, I just got a text from Lee. The howls are still happening. Yeah. So something's going on down there. So I've, Has I'm, anyone ever been attacked by one of the dogmen? Um, 
I didn't want to hang around to find out. <laughs> <laughs> but nobody had a story about. Not so. Not as far as I know. No, I yeah. mean it could be as afraid of us as we are of it. Right. You know. But what really got me, and I'm like pretty good at like, yeah, there was the fear factor there. People are like, oh, why did you leave? But it wasn't so much why did I leave. I was like, I was fascinated by what is this thing? What are we hearing? You know, and I wanted to go, I was going toward that idea. But then as we were talking, you could definitely hear, and it was, there was no wind. It was completely silent. You could hear this rustling going on behind us. And we said, ma'am, we got to get out of here because... <laughs> to me, it was telling, it was saying that, look, this is my territory. Get out yeah. of here, you know? So what do you think, or what did people say they thought Dogman is? They think it's a, uh, it's like a werewolf. Okay. Like, a werewolf, like an upright, like an upright canine. Um, April of 2022, I got another report from a gentleman in Reading, Pennsylvania, who had given me basically an incredible a- account of a dog man, six feet tall, but also the, the arms went well below the knees. Huh. And it had a hyena type looking head. Yeah. So much so that he drew it. He he was that close enough, maybe three, 400 feet away. He's looking at this thing in a pine tree. It climbed the pine tree. Oh, and he sees this huge arm come out to try to grab a bird. And as, he, as it grabs, tries to grab this bird... He said the thing fell 60 feet onto its back, which would kill a normal human being. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it gets up, shakes it off, and as it stood there, he said this thing was six feet tall. And if it would have put its arms up over its head, it would have been like 12 feet tall. And uh, so he has been doing so much more research on what wow. it could be. And yeah, he and his daughter were out there. And this guy is a, uh, he's like a, a, a tech for like a, I forget what it was for like some kind of NASA uh, type stuff. So, you know, this wasn't a guy just telling a story. He was really there and he was perplexed by the whole thing. Have you, have you heard, I've heard stories about there being um, like six or seven different, different kinds of dogmen that one, one looks like a hyena. One looks like more like a German shepherd. One's got, you know, built massively muscular. I mean, just, who knows? I mean, I, I don't know, but um, yeah. I've heard and that story. A lot, of, a lot of different accounts. Yeah, a lot of different types, too. Well, when I did this investigation, like I said, I didn't realize that it was so prevalent. I mean, there's dogman sightings all over the country. Yeah. And then out here in, Pencil- in Pennsylvania, just up outside of Philadelphia is an area called Bryn Athen. And I'll tell you, man, we had another uh, report of another dogman type sighting. Uh, which was another, and here in Pennsylvania, I mean, like, are you kidding me? Really? So, (laughs) and people are, and and what they were describing here was the same thing that people are describing in Elkhorn, the way it walks and how it glides and things like that. So it was absolutely amazing. Um, It's it's like, it's like Bigfoot there. You find common, a common thread of characteristics that kind of prove that someone's seen a Bigfoot, even if they didn't know what it was, but when they describe it, they're describing what everyone else sees. Yes, so exactly. It's, uh, Jim, I, gotta, yeah. I have to do, Jim, I've got to do one quick thing. I'm, I'm running out of power here, so I'm okay. going to run in. I'm just going to get a, a charge. Go for it. Seconds. Go for it. Yeah, I've, I've heard these stories about 
multiple kinds of dog man. I mean, I hear the same stories about Bigfoot that there's there's different, if you want, species of Bigfoot or different types of Bigfoot around the country, larger, smaller, different characteristics, some more aggressive than others, or even parts of the country where they tend to be generally more aggressive. So um, the I know in, in our experience and Jason, um, you good to go? I think so. It's just yeah. What a, happened to your light? You had a light that was kind of blinking, and I'm then it kind of went I'm, out. I'm telling you, Jim. Like I'm not even getting any charge here. It's like not letting me charge up here. So this is weird. Uh oh. Uh oh. And I'm like on nine percent too. So I hope I don't lose you here. How much time do we have left? Uh, well, we've got as much as we need. We got you know 15, 20 minutes. But uh, okay. so you're you're not getting power through that outlet. No. Okay. Uh, for some reason here. Um, yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> the dog well, fell off. When, it, when we when Elkhorn lost power that night, um, I woke up in my hotel room and I found a stick that I must have brought back from Lee's Field. And Dominic goes, "You brought it back with you, didn't you?" <laughs> yeah. Well, Great. you know the Hitchhiker syndrome is something we talk a lot about, of them following yeah. you home, yeah, wherever home is. Um, yeah. So you want to tell us about your Bigfoot? Yeah, investigation. I'll tell, uh, so while we while we got you here too. Um, okay. So Bigfoot, yeah, we were in. Uh, so a week after Elkhorn, we went to the Pine Barrens in New Jersey, October 11th of 2021. This was 2021 was like crazy, man. I mean, we had so much activity that year, but um, we went down with Eric Spinner and Art Mack, who are Bigfoot researchers in New Jersey. Great guys doing some really great research. So we go into an area called the bowl and it's a bowl. It's an area just like it sounds. It's small. It's low in the, on the, in the bottom and it's high on the top because people okay. have been getting a lot of Bigfoot uh, sightings in that area where they're getting the sense of like being watched okay. and they're getting footprints, hair samples. So we go in about five miles into the Pine Barrens. Now, if people know the Pine Barrens, it's completely desolate. There's no, no houses. It's, thousands and thousands of acres of nothing so we go in about five uh about five miles by truck we park the truck going about 600 yards into the uh in, and set up base camp eric starts talking about his uh protocol you know tree knocks what he uses for all of his research audio um and like some some of the FLIR infrared camera stuff sure so we're sitting there and our uh dominic is talking to art and all of a sudden, we all collectively heard a whoop coming from the woods. And we all looked at each other like this. Now, I got to say this, and, I, and this is not to offend anybody. But when I, whenever I see a Bigfoot program and I hear these people whooping and hollering, <laughs> I, I have to chuckle a little bit because I'm always like, is that what they really sound like? But having yeah. heard what we heard, I'm like, I'll be damned if that's not what we heard in the woods. So I'm a complete believer that way. So. We're sitting there and we, again, we, it came through the lavalier. It was that loud. So then Eric's wife, uh, Heather comes up and they, she starts answering it. They're having a conversation. It's going back and forth. Whoop, whoop. And you could hear this back and forth. It's not an echo or anything. And it was just so spooky, man. It was completely pitch black and you can hear this thing going. And it's, 
And they've been getting juvenile Bigfoot sightings there. And that's what it sounded like, a juvenile Bigfoot. So as we're hearing this, all of a sudden, we hear huge rustles, rustling behind us. So that must have been Mama Bigfoot coming to get the, the baby. Because I'll tell you, man, it was crazy. It's what we heard. And then we kept seeing red pinpoints of light mm-hmm. and eye shine. So it was another night, which was phenomenal, man. I just could not, could not get over. I mean, what was going on there was incredible. Yeah. I, when I watched that episode and I encourage um, those who are watching tonight to, to go check out Eric Mintel and investigates and the beast uh, the uh, pine barrens, Bigfoot. But yeah, when she whoops, you can hear the reply. She does it again. And, there's something about women doing this. I tell you, when I've taken women out and when they do this kind of thing, if we're going to get an answer, it's when they do it, not oh, when yeah. I do it. Absolutely. So there's something that they, they, I don't know. I don't know. I think there's their women have a different spirit about them, perhaps, or something. That's, Kids that's the true. same way. I, you know, here's the other thing, Jim. I'm of the belief now. I've had my own UFO encounter. We've had encounters with Bigfoot, um, the dog man. Here's the thing, though. I want to also impress upon people. We never saw the physical aspects mm-hmm. of the dog man. We heard it. We saw the eye shine. Same thing with Bigfoot. We didn't see it. We heard it. But I really believe that there's people, there's certain people that are picked to see these things. Would you agree? I do. I think and if you I, see one, they meant for you to see them. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Whether it's Bigfoot, UFOs, ghosts, dogmen. Um, so that's the fascinating aspect of this research. Yeah. Um, we just got done doing a shoot yesterday. We were out in Hershey, Pennsylvania, and uh, we oh, we were doing a, an investigation on a 1843 uh, farmhouse that had an outdoor root cellar in the field that uh-huh. hadn't been opened in over 100 years. When we opened that up, man, it was the most inc- unbelievable thing that happened. And we, we caught it on camera and we went inside the belly of the beast. We were about t- 12 feet underground of this thing. We're not afraid to do these things, you know, and yeah. we get in there because we're tr- we're all about truth based investigating. That's what I love about what you guys are doing, Jim. You're in there. You are out in the field and you're showing people where to go, what to do and and experiencing these incredible encounters, man. Yeah. And like I said, people, I'm pretty good at discerning the BS from the truth. And from when I interview witnesses, as I'm sure you do, you're we're good at discerning that. And when you hear their cracked voice, you know, and their nervousness right. of, of their encounter and their their goosebumps on their arms. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, exactly. And uh, it's you, you can't fake that kind of stuff. It's, no, it's there's you something can't. out there. And I've I've seen that before. I mean, I've had it when I've told stories, and I'm I'm looking at my arms. I'm like, seriously? I mean, it's yeah, just. Right. But yeah. your 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 autonomic system is reliving that experience, and uh, yeah, when we when we were out with our horses this last time, the guy I was with loves to go out and uh, into the woods alone, and to see if he can have an encounter with a bigfoot, and he has more than once and so he and i went out from camp maybe 300 yards into the woods get to this one area where there were lots of tree breaks and stuff that we thought indicated sasquatch and we split up went opposite directions so i'm out there totally by myself and uh do you know that um 
Oh, here's a question. How do you know it was 100 years since anyone went into the root cellar? Yeah, that's a good question. That's what I had asked, too. And uh, they just found it. They didn't. Oh, they had, okay. Yeah, they had no clue it was on the property. They were cleaning up the property. And it. if you can if you can picture this, it's actually on the property. It's not a cellar like, you know, would be part of the house. It's actually in the field next to the house. <laughs> Obviously, the root cellar. Um, but yeah, it was underneath a bunch of trees that had a bunch of brush okay. stuff under it, but no one knew about this house and, or knew about this root cellar and it was padlocked and, uh, yeah, it uh, was very, very creepy. So it was covered with undergrowth that uh, kept yes. it yeah. from being found. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Blood types. I've heard people doing, doing some yeah, research on blood types. That's a great question. Yeah. That's It awesome. is a great one. Um, People have to know their blood type, obviously. But yeah, a lot of people. Don't. I know. I know mine is O positive because I sound. I never got. I, I never got COVID because uh, a lot of people with O positive blood are had never gotten COVID. You know, they were not susceptible to that. So I was yeah. thankful for that. But you know. Um, yep, yeah. I'm O positive, and same thing. I never got it. Yeah, same thing with Dominic too. Yeah, crazy. Interesting. Um, yeah. So, what did you find in that cellar? Well, we found that, well, Dominic tuned in as a spirit medium. He tuned in and <laughs> as I got in there, he decided to tell me that, oh yeah, there's a body buried in here. <laughs> I'm like, nice. Okay. And then uh, he had said there was a woman that was in there that had died and they put her in this root cellar. Now, if people can understand this, the root cellar, it was like 80 degrees, 90 degrees yesterday here. We went in the root cellar. It was totally cool. And did so, it go down underground? Oh yeah. Oh, it was, we were about seven, eight feet underground okay. and it had, it had a dome top. People will see this, uh, will see this video. The construction was incredible, but it was, uh, yeah, it was very creepy to get in there. And, uh, we went in there and, um, it was amazing, man. And what Dominic was tuning in on all day, I can't wait to show people because there was a lot of stuff that happened, which was phenomenal. Well, my hat's off to you for, for doing that. I've told people many times, I'll go out in the woods any night. I'll go look for Bigfoot, but I'm not going to go in a haunted house. That's just my, <laughs> yeah. I just yeah. draw the line somewhere. And yeah. uh, that just, that kind of stuff creeps me out. But yeah. kudos to you that, that um, obviously you guys um, enjoy doing it. And, and I'm sure you found some bizarre things. Um, yeah, absolutely. And people could always uh, check out our website. Yeah. Obviously. It's, uh, what is YouTube. your website? It's a YouTube channel is um, Eric Mintel investigates and okay. uh, they can like and subscribe there. Um, okay. I've reached the max likes on Facebook, but they can follow us on Facebook at Eric Mintel investigates. Um, and then follow me on Facebook too. It's Eric Mintel. And uh, we, I'm always posting stuff and clips on things. And uh, we're also on Instagram, Eric Mintel investigates. And uh, we're, I, I'm always posting clips that we've discovered things that, you know, are coming up, videos that are coming up, investigations that are coming up all the time. And we're really like a paranormal tourism TV show where we're showing people what to do, where to go, where to stay to experience these incredible experiences. Uh, And we're a family friendly show, too. So it's, uh, you know, the paranormal genre is huge and we love telling these stories. And the one thing that I love is that how many people have no idea what's in their own backyard? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know? And, uh, and so no we'll idea have, when they go camping what's what's going on outside their tent while they're in Jim, there. We're, Jim, we're, we're, we're going to have to come out there, man, and do a Bigfoot Heck, fest. yeah. 
anytime. That would be awesome. Yeah, we'll take you out where the where you can catch the Bigfoot eyes uh, more often than not. So um, we've filmed it several times, and you know, you guys, I'm sure you would be able to capture it on film. It's phenomenal. So yeah, Let's yeah, absolutely. That sounds like a plan. Absolutely. Well, um, I appreciate you coming on tonight and um thanks for apologize having me. for the for the difficulty in getting your show up on the screen. That was me. That's all right. That's that. all right, no problem. Things happen. Yeah. <laughs> and it looks like you're 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 probably gonna your computer's probably gonna die any second here. So um Yeah. Uh, but let's do communicate now that we know each other's uh, information and yeah. Yeah. Find a time when you guys come out to Colorado and we'll do a that Bigfoot be, investigation together. That sounds phenomenal, man. I would, I would, I Dominic and I would love that, man. That would, be you phenomenal. bet. You bet. All right. Well, yeah. thanks again, Eric. All right, Jim, be safe out there, man. Thank you. Everybody. I appreciate it. Thank you, buddy. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So, um, just to finish that story, when we separated, we went out two different directions, uh, Bill and I. And I don't do this very often, but I was out um, and saw um, I was in a, in a field and there was a line of trees in front of me. And I was and my point at doing this was. I didn't take a gun, didn't take a camera, didn't take anything. I was just trying to be totally vulnerable when I'm out there. And, and Bill was, you know, probably 200 yards, 300 yards away from me doing the same thing. So it's interesting when you're standing there and, and darkness falls and you can't see anything around you. And you're just kind of standing there. And I was, I was trying to put out some vibes that, you know, I'm, I'm here to learn. I'm here to understand. And uh, so um, I, I kept hearing noise in front of me at the, at the tree line. Nothing ever came out of the tree line, but I kept hearing noises. And then I hear this, this sound over by where Bill was, and it, it would go like this. And I thought, what is that? And it was the weirdest sound. I'd never heard anything like it. And then it would do it again. Then it would do it again. So finally, after we'd been out there about an hour, I I walked back over to where Bill was. And I said, dude, I'm sure you heard that. And he goes, yeah. I said, what in the heck was that? And he goes, I at first I, I thought it was like a wounded animal or something. But um, then it flew. So it was a bird. It flew up into the tree, did that sound a few more times, and then it just stopped but i thought for sure we had a baby bigfoot or something make a noise out there by bill unfortunately it wasn't i wanted to let you know about next week i've got um gary uh i believe if i got his name right bouvier um is gonna be on the show now gary is the son of a troop leader who took a video of Sasquatch back in 1962 predated Patterson Gimlin by five years here in Colorado. And his dad is now gone and he is going to donate the original film, the original eight millimeter film and the camera that his dad filmed it with the backpack he was wearing. He's going to donate all this to the museum. 
So um, I'm going to have him on the show with me here in the studio. And we'll be talking about the story of how his dad got this footage. We'll show you some of the some of the uh, historical objects. And then we got to build. If you've been in the museum, that back room, the one that used to be the video room, we're going to um, turn into a presentation of this whole uh, event that happened back in 1962. So it should be great fun. We'll be playing that that. Um, we'll be playing that footage on that screen that's back there now. Um, Elkhorn, Nevada. What? Why? Why are we asking a question about Elkhorn? I'm not sure. I followed that comment, um, but um, but we're this was in this was in Colorado where they filmed this Bigfoot. So uh, we'll try and show the footage next week or part of it. And he's got two other films that his dad left that he doesn't even know what's on them because he doesn't have an eight millimeter movie player. And I happen to have a projector that I got from my dad that I don't know why I kept it all these years. I thought about getting rid of it a hundred times. And so uh, we're going to try and hook up these two movies and see what else his dad took video or took uh, movies of and see if there's something else maybe that had Bigfoot on it. So, I'm really looking forward to that. I appreciated Eric being on tonight. Um, uh, I'm sorry his his uh, power ran out so that he had to cut out. But um, interesting guy. I really encourage you to look up Eric Mintel Investigates because he does a great job with his shows. He's out in the field a lot, um, a lot at night. And um, he's just a very entertaining, very engaging guy. Uh, on his show. So definitely want to support that. And otherwise we will be back next week, same time, same place. And yeah, movie night and uh, keep on squatching.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over a hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts.